You're listening to the Esther Collective Podcast, the show that brings you real talk for young women today. We're a group of 18 to 30s women discussing life's big issues with honesty, hope and a sense of humour. So grab a cuppa and join us for another episode of the Esther Collective Podcast. Welcome to the Esther Collective Podcast. I'm Charlotte. I'm Jessie. And I'm Hannah. And in today's episode, we're going to be thinking about body positivity. But before we do that, let's start with a question to you first, Hannah. If your week was a fruit, what would it be and why? So I've chosen a pineapple because I've been on my holidays this week and yellow is my favourite colour and I just really love to wear something really vibrant and bright and I've been wearing a bright yellow raincoat all week because it's been spitting on and off (laughs) but I've had an amazing time and I've been so happy and it's been so nice to sort of switch off from stress so I would say it's been a really big bright yellow happy pineapple and I'm hoping that all the (laughs) bright yellow happiness continues. (laughs) Happy pineapple. (laughs) What about you Jessie? Mine's probably not as exciting as that now. So probably a pomegranate. So it looks plain and simple on the outside, a bit boring. But once you cut into it, there's lots going on, loads of little things that sometimes we forget about. It's not just about going to work, coming home, having tea, going to bed. There's so many different things going on. Spontaneous things. Yeah. Mm, good answers good answers mine would be really boring actually a banana with lots of energy I feel like it's been a really productive week been a lot of things I've been able to tick off my to-do list as I do like to do and so a banana with the energy that a banana provides (laughs) yeah I always think that's a good last minute breakfast is eating a banana because it just gets you ready for the day (laughs) and you know what I had the breakfast this morning did you have a a banana banana. (laughs) (laughs) indeed (laughs) amazing well during this series of uh, podcast episodes we've talked a lot about different aspects of body positivity from comparison to eating disorders and we've shared our own experiences along the way and today we're going to think about the body positivity movement and how we can learn to love our own bodies and also how we can be champions for more diverse bodies in media and in society more generally So first of all, we're thinking about body positivity, we're thinking about this movement, but actually, what does body positivity mean? So what does body positivity mean to you? How would you define body positivity? Jessie, what would you say? Good question. I think it's hard to define, but I would personally define it as encouraging acceptance of ourselves and others, regardless of our body shape and size. I think in such a way that helps decrease judgment and bullying amongst people based on the way that they look. So I think we can also define it as helping to protect against negative self-image and Mm -hmm. people unhealthily attempting to change their body shape and weight regardless of how society and popular culture view ideal shape and size, we all deserve to have a positive body image. Mm -hmm. I think I probably would, for myself, describe it as not just thinking about my body in terms of what I look like and how to make myself look good uh, or how to dress or, you know, do my makeup or do my hair or whatever, but thinking about my body as sort of like a machine that needs to be fed and needs to be looked after because 
you know, if something goes wrong with your body, if you're not looking after your body, then that impacts the whole rest of your life. So for me, it's about not just, you know, focusing on what we look like and our appearance, but focusing on how incredible our bodies are and how kind of powerful they are and, and how they can do amazing things and help us to get where we need to be in life. Um, so, yeah, that's probably how I would think of it. Nice. That's really good. And so body positivity is definitely about accepting our own body as it is and what it can do. But body positivity, when we think about the body positivity movement, is also about challenging how society views people based upon their physical size and shape. And so on the one hand, we have body positivity, meaning loving ourselves, feeling confident about our body, accepting our body's shape and size, appreciating our body despite its flaws. But on the other hand, we also have body positivity, meaning helping other people accept their own bodies and feeling confident, promoting the acceptance of all bodies, challenging how society views the body and addressing unrealistic body standards. So it's really this two pronged thing that is captured by this phrase, body positivity. And so it's about self-love, self-acceptance, but there is an agenda of encouraging society to embrace a more diverse range of bodies. And this is really important. And I'm sure you listening will be able to identify this in your own lives as well. But women's bodies in particular are often seen as projects to be worked upon. And the beauty industry is a big industry. People make profits on the back of making us feel not good enough in our current form so that we are motivated to buy into beauty products, cosmetic surgery, diet pills and whatever else it might be. And this starts really young. A report published by Common Sense Media found that more than 50% of girls and nearly 33% of boys aged 6 to 8, can you believe it, 6 wow. to 8, felt that their ideal body weight was less than their current weight. And 25% of children had tried some type of dieting behaviour by the age of 7. And this can have a really damaging impact as how we view our body affects our well-being and affects our mental health. And so in a world where the overwhelming message is that we should be ashamed of our bodies, particularly if our bodies are outside of the norm in any way, the body positivity message is powerful. It says your body isn't just acceptable, but is actually quite wonderful. And what we've seen over the last few years is there have been positive steps from many companies and campaigns around body positivity. So Hannah and Jesse, what examples have you seen of positive changes in this arena? Have you seen any companies or campaigns make a shift around body positivity? Yeah, I've noticed more celebrities kind of being honest about their experiences. I think especially, I think lots of celebrities at some point have done some modelling. And I've heard a lot of celebrities speaking about their experience of modelling and how they were airbrushed and how they had really uncomfortable experiences and sort of coming out and saying, actually, those pictures, they're not what I really look like. And that's really powerful because we see all these perfect bodies in the media and on television and in magazines. And a lot of the time that can make us feel really inadequate. But people coming out and saying, in all honesty, that's not what I look like. There were lots of different things at play there to make that picture look as fantastic as it does. And actually, a lot of the time I don't I don't look that good at all can be really powerful and can help us to realize that actually we're all humans and none of us is perfect all the time and I think on the back of that a few companies have started to reduce the amount of airbrushing that they do on their websites and in magazines and things because there are lots of things that are on normal human bodies that we just don't see on telly or in magazines like cellulite or sort of like bumps in our skin or kind of little weird roles and stuff that actually everybody has we all kind of are a bit lumpy bumpy and weird looking sometimes and 
it's not just normal people who look like that celebrities and and models and famous people do as well so I think for me that's been quite refreshing to see those people come out and be honest and then to see those websites being a little bit more honest and open about what their models actually look like and saying that that's okay and they're absolutely beautiful just as they are without being edited yeah I think I found it really positive to see bigger brands starting to extend their sizes to cater towards bigger bodies. So there's been big high street designers such as ASOS, River Island, New Look, Boohoo that are using models that are plus size. So they represent a wider range of body shapes and sizes and also not airbrushing stretch marks and things because a lot of the time we see pictures of women and they just look perfect and we look at our own bodies and we think well I don't look like that Mm -hmm. I've got stretch marks I've got cellulite but actually we're not looking at something that's airbrushed and often we forget that I think yeah just real images that people can identify with not just looking at size six models with perfect skin And ASOS even has an app that allows people to see clothes on a variety of size models, which is really positive. Absolutely. So definitely some positive steps around body positivity. We're going to talk some practical things in a minute, but I just want to acknowledge that despite all of this, it is worth saying that there are some shortcomings of body positivity and the body positivity movement as it stands, because beauty brands still make a profit from us not being enough. And some have turned body positivity into a commodity to sell, to sell more of their product rather than being based around its original message. And I think this is captured really well by Lizzo in Vogue. And she said this, she said, anyone that uses body positivity to sell something is using it for their personal gain. And so you have to be really careful of actually why are people saying these messages? Is it because they really have integrity around this or are they just trying to sell more and and make us feel that we still have a way to go? There also needs to be greater acceptance of bodies of all races and not just sizes. That's really important. We really need to do better at that. And even within the acceptance of plus size models, it seems to have created its own standard of an acceptable plus size body. So somebody who is curvy with high cheekbones, and we're starting to see models break out of that mold and plus size models that don't fit into that standard of beauty that even a plus size has to fit into. We're beginning to see them emerge. So more of that is a good thing. And also in most cases, body positivity seems to have been watered down to self-love and seems to have lost its focus on changing perceptions, meaning that institutions who can cause some of the negative feelings that women in particular have about their bodies are kind of off the hook because it's about the onus being on me feeling Mm. good about myself, not other people making me feel a particular way. And so we really have to be careful that we don't just do the self-love stuff. That's really important. Let's not lose the fact that this is a part of a bigger movement. And we want to think, even in this episode, about how we can make a difference in society and in culture when it comes to body positivity. So there is still a way to go, but there have been some positive steps. Now, I want to spend some time getting really practical with this and really thinking about how we can do this and embrace this in our own lives, because I think that this is something that many women struggle with. And whenever I think about body positivity, I think about the mirror scene in the film Mean Girls. Maybe you know the scene that I'm talking about, but you have this group of teenage girls at school. They're standing there in front of a mirror and they're pointing out their hips, their calves, their shoulders, their hairline, their paws, their nail beds, this seemingly never ending list. It's everything they dislike about their bodies. And I think 
how often that scene has actually played out in my own life as well. I've been that person stood in front of the mirror pointing out the things that I don't like about my own body. And perhaps you listening find yourself in a similar position at times as well. And so I want to think about what can we do? How can we shift our own mindsets? How can we be advocates for this more broadly as well? But first of all, how can we embrace our own body? What practical tips do you have? Hannah, what do you have to say on this? Um, So I'd really like to share this quote, and I know you're going to talk about this book in a second, Charlotte, and I'm just going to share a quote before you do. So this is from a book called Beloved by Rachel Gardner. And it says, if you find yourself caught in a cycle of trying to live up to a physical perfection you can never hope to achieve or sustain because you're a person and not a project, then it's time to break free and discover how to love the beauty you already are. So it's not about us getting rid of our makeup and never doing our hair ever again and wearing clothes that we've made ourselves from scraps. It's about working out what beauty is and what it isn't. And the fact that actually we can be beautiful from the inside out it's much deeper and much richer than just what we look like and our appearance and how other people perceive us. And if we can keep focusing on loving everything about ourselves and seeing the beauty in everything about our whole personalities, not just about how we look, then that can be really powerful. And this Bible verse is always, I think, really helpful when we're talking about body positivity and body image. And it says, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And that's from 1 Samuel 16, verse 7. So that is the way of the world, isn't it? That people judge a book by its cover and they look at you and they make assumptions about you. But actually our lives don't have to be like that. We don't need to judge ourselves on how we look. We can keep reminding ourselves of our values other than just what we look like, of our qualities and our traits and our skills and our talents. And all those things are so much more important than just what we look like. And if we can keep focusing on those, I always find that if I remind myself of those things, then I look in the mirror and I do think that I look beautiful because... I'm not just looking at what I see as a a sort of a blank canvas, but I'm aware of all the other good stuff that's going on beneath the surface. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think for me, we need to recognize the influences that are contributing to our poor body image. So who are we following on Instagram? What's flooding our brain on a day-to-day basis without us even realizing? You might be scrolling through things for an hour at a time and you don't realize how that's influencing the way you think about yourself. I was recently really annoyed after Twitter had circulated a picture of Molly Mae Haig from Love Island. Basically, the paparazzi had taken a picture of Molly when she was on holiday. She had no makeup on. She was in a bikini, just chilling, enjoying herself. And there were some horrible comments about the way that she looked, but people were comparing it to her Instagram page and the way that she portrays herself and the edits that are made on her pictures. And she looked completely different. I think we need to learn to be critical consumers of the media and its messaging. Yeah, definitely. And there's also something about not putting the mental spotlight on our body solely. And Hannah, you kind of touched on this already but actually basing our self-perceptions on other parts of ourselves as well, not just what we look like. And so in Rachel Gardner's book, Beloved, she comes up with a list of things to believe or do to live a beautiful life. And so she has things like remembering I am human shaped, not magazine shaped. Remembering I am perfectly imperfect. Remembering to dress, to express, not to impress. And she has a whole list of things. And I just love that idea of actually, what are those things that we're really going to live by, those values or standards that we're going to hold that aren't just based on 
what our skin looks like, what our body looks like, or the outward appearance, but that are going to look at beauty more generally within our lives. What are those statements going to be? Yeah, and I think simply telling people to accept themselves and be resilient in the face of the bombardment of images promoting the thin ideal can be damaging. Telling people to ignore the dominant beauty ideal, it's not realistic and it can create more pressure for a person who's already feeling anxious or negative and devalued. Popular culture tells people that they are flawed but then demands that they have this positive attitude about it. So not Mm. feeling positive about your body can then lead to shame and guilt. This doesn't mean that you shouldn't say nice things or think positive thoughts about yourself, but simply covering up negative thinking with positive messages may be harmful. A better approach would be to work on replacing those negative thought patterns with more realistic ones. Um, I think self-care is a big part of that. Um, It can sometimes masquerade as a way to change or control your appearance, but self-care should focus on doing things that make you feel good about your body and the body you have now. Uh, Showing respect for your body, eating healthy meals because it fuels your mind, exercise because it helps you feel strong and energized, not just because you're trying to change or control your body. And I think a big thing, wearing and buying clothes for the body you have now, not for some planned future version of yourself. I hear a lot of my friends say, oh, bought a size eight jeans, Obviously, they don't fit, but I bought them to motivate me to fit into them. Yeah, really good advice. So we've talked a lot about um, the aspect of body positivity that is around self-love and how we can love our own bodies, embrace our own bodies, which is really, really key. But as we said earlier on, body positivity is actually more than that. And so how can we recognize that and how can we advocate for a diversity of bodies to be represented and celebrated by society? What can we do as individuals? Do we have any impact in the world around us, do you think? I think we've got the ability to have a big impact. And I think if we're proactive and take some responsibility, we can really make a difference and advocate for that diversity. So do you have a favourite brand of clothing that only makes clothes up to a size 12? Ask the question why. Let's ask our favourite brands to make clothes in larger sizes. Ask them to advertise the clothes on the websites on different sized people. Yeah, definitely. I think you're right and we can sort of be quite passive about all this and we can you know preach all this self-love and and how wonderful our bodies are and how it's not just about how we look but actually there are practical things and kind of things that can have an impact in the world around us that we we could be doing and we should be doing I think it's really important that we don't just sit and sort of laugh along at fat jokes it's not something that we should be making jokes about people can be really sensitive about their weight and that can be something Mm. that's really troubling for a lot of people So it's really important that if that happens, that we are vocal about saying that it's not okay to make jokes like that. I think that's really important. And we'll show anybody in our lives who is feeling anxious and who is feeling put under pressure that we support them and that, you know, that we love them and that all bodies should be appreciated and all bodies are beautiful. And I think also it's really important not to put too much pressure on ourselves and on other people to be really body positive and to be really you know, happy with our bodies, because that's just another thing that we can feel like we're failing at, isn't it? If we're in a group of friends who are all really body positive and all really Mm. kind of happy with their bodies, and I love myself just as I am, and we don't feel like that, that's kind of just another thing we can feel like we're doing wrong and we can feel guilty about. It's important that it's not one end of the spectrum or the other, that, you know, we try our best to appreciate our bodies for what they do well, and, and to see the value in ourselves 
and in our physical appearance, but also not to put pressure on ourselves to feel wonderful about how we look every single day, because that's not realistic, is it? So I think Mm. we just need to embrace acceptance and embrace kind of being okay with who we are in that moment every day. And the same Mm. for our friends and the people that we love and the people we care about. Yeah, that's really good. And we can also think about society more broadly as well. And we can vote and make a difference with our feet and with our pounds. And so things like supporting films and TV shows that have a more diverse range of actors and actresses is something that will make a difference if enough people do that. Um, So think about what you consume and, and use your money wisely to support a broader range of different people and different body types. Lots of things we can do. Okay, we're going to take a little bit of a break before we have some signposting and some practical things. We're going to play a game of articulate. So I'm going to send you, Hannah and Jesse, some words. And I want you to describe the word or phrase that I've sent you. It's something around this idea of body positivity and beauty. And the other person has to guess. But you can't say the word. You can only describe the word. And if you're listening, you, of course, can play along too. So first up, I'm going to send a phrase to Jesse. So, Jesse, you should have received that right now. Can you describe that to Hannah without using any of those words, please? <laughs> oh, okay, this is hard. So, Hannah, um, you look after it by doing this. Um, there's loads of different ranges that you can find to help with this. Exercise? Healthy no. eating? No. Um <laughs> So you tend to look after it, maybe it's on a morning or an evening. Um, water can be involved. You can get loads having of... Having a shower. Having a wash. <laughs> you, you're getting close, you're getting close. Wash, washing your hair? Uh, getting close. <laughs> Some people have quite vigorous routines with this. Other people have Ooh, simple routines. Skincare routine. Yes, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Well done. Thank you. That was really hard. Well done, Jesse. That was a hard one. I should have chosen an easy one to start with. Okay, Hannah, I've sent you a word. Do you want to describe this one to Jesse? Okay, so it is an industry and it focuses on uh, clothes and accessories and what we look like. Um, And there's loads of magazines around this industry and loads of um, websites and everything sort of to do with clothes and what we wear and our accessories and and what we look like revolves around this thing. Um, Modelling? industry yeah sort of no it's not modeling but you're close you're on the right line so it's um the word for the clothes that we wear and how we style them and how we like sort of how like what's in fashion oh I said it (laughs) oh Oh, no yeah it's fashion I'm so sorry (laughs) I was working so hard I'm sorry (laughs) you're doing really well okay back to Jesse. Okay, so um, this is a type of technique that people use. Personally, I don't do it because I make a very bad job of it. Um, You can use it to define things, enhance things, sculpt things. Oh, is it contouring? It is, yeah. Yay! (laughs) Well done. Well done, Okay, I've sent the last one to you, Hannah. Okay, I'm going to try and not say it this time. (laughs) Um, So it is a word or a phrase to describe how we value ourselves and how we see ourselves. So you might say that you have a really good um, level of this thing 
Body um, confidence? Yeah, it's really similar to body confidence, but it's not about our bodies. It's about our whole... Worth? Um, yeah, it is worth, but it's something worth. Um, self-worth. Yeah, yes. self-worth. Amazing. <laughs> well done. Well done. You did really good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Charlotte. They were really tricky, though. <laughs> it's hard to think of words around body positivity yeah. and things like that. It isn't body positivity, but yeah. you did really good. Amazing. So we've had a great time discussing lots of different things, haven't we, around body positivity, how we can love ourselves, but also how we can make a difference in society around us. And so let's just end by a few practical things. What can we do? What can we point people to? Jesse, what would you share with people as your kind of one tip around this? So I think I mentioned in a previous episode about this, there's something called the Body Posi Panda. And basically, if you don't follow the Body Posi Panda on social media, especially Instagram, go and do this. Basically, it's a young woman called Megan who started it three years ago after she discovered the body positive movement herself. And she's been embracing her belly rolls, celebrating her cellulite ever since and trying to encourage everybody to do the same. She's even written a book, which is brilliant. And I find that when I'm scrolling through my Instagram and I'm seeing like all these models who look perfect and I come across her and she's dancing in her bikini and she doesn't care, she just wants to embrace herself. It really encourages me to do the same and to forget about society's ideals. Really good. I follow the Body Posse Panda and I just love how bright and colourful everything is on her feed. And yeah. she always just pops up with such positivity and such kind of refreshing warmth. It's really lovely. So I would absolutely advocate that as well, following that account. And the other thing that I want to share um, is we do say in this podcast that we are looking at these topics through a lens of faith and that all three of us, that our faith really impacts the way that we see all of these things that we're discussing. So for me, the way that the Bible talks about our bodies and how God made us is really important and really helps me to embrace myself and really reminds me how special and how precious I am. So we're going to share a link to 15 body positive Bible verses and our sort of comment section on our social media that you'll be able to get hold of if you listen to this episode. And yeah, the Bible just tells us that God made us and he made us exactly how he wanted us to be, that he doesn't make mistakes that there's nothing wrong with us, that we're perfect in his eyes. And that, for me, is really powerful. And um, even if you don't have a faith, think about the people in your life who love you and who treasure you. And they don't look at you and think, oh, you know, you've got too much cellulite. You've got weird roles going on. They look at you and think about how precious you are to them. And that can be really powerful to kind of look at yourself through somebody else's eyes. Yeah, so that, for me, is something that practically is really positive in terms of body positivity. Brilliant. Loads of other tips. We'll share some more on our social media and we would love to hear from you as well of what tips you have around body positivity. We have loved chatting and we hope you've enjoyed listening. Connect with us on our social media and we look forward to speaking to you next time. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Esther Collective podcast. Don't forget, you can continue the conversation on Facebook and Twitter at Esther Podcast and also on Instagram at Esther Collective Podcast. The Esther Collective Podcast is part of JB Ministries. This podcast features the song Realizer by Kevin McLeod, available from incompetech.com, licensed on the Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.